You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Mike Back Podcast 569. Fixing iTunes. Well, sort of. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 569. And, you know, OMG, OMG, we have, we have Gaz back this week. And for that, I am, I am so grateful. And, and not that, you know, uh, the, the people that we had, yeah, they, they did a great job. And that applause, that applause there is for them. But it is, okay, shut up. No, stop! No more, no more applauding. Is that even a word? Applauding? Is that like a, like an adverb? No, it's not, guy. It's not a word. It's it's a, it's a Clintonism, not a Clintonism, a Bushism. Oh. <laughs> hey, what are, are you hearing that? Are yes, you hearing I the am. soundboard? St- I'm not hearing it now. Oh, I am. I am. So you play it. I'll drum it. All right. Well, see now I'm concerned. Okay. Yeah. I, all right. It's back. It's working again. Yeah. Here we go. We're <laughs> recording a podcast and back to normality. Yeah. I love this show. <laughs> well, unfortunately, <laughs> next week I may or may not be on the show. <laughs> that I may. I may not. Yeah. Well, at least, at least. So we're back for one week. For one week. For one week. Ah, <laughs> uh, so uh how how was how was the walking vacay? It was fantastic. We basically spent about eleven days this uh this holiday this year. So normally we only take um five or six days out walking, but we were out walking for eleven. Um and took a massive chunk out of the walk. I think it was around a hundred and uh, in total, I think we've we've knocked off. Um, now, how far have we knocked off? We did about a hundred and um, fifty miles, but the official miles will be about about a hundred and twenty-ish. So we're now we've not we've now hit two hundred and about seventy-seven miles out of the six hundred and thirty that we've got to do. But we've actually turned the corner. We've we've gone through Poldark. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. You're good. Is that for the year or? No, no, you know, no. This, the, I'm confused. Okay, <laughs> so so this this week we basically um, uh, did this week we did 152 miles. Oh my god! No, hang on a minute. That's not this week. That's in total. Yeah, I was going to. No, no, wow. no, no, no. We did 152 miles this week, which in total get, gets to us about 347 miles. But that's that. I add up all of the extra walking we do because when somebody says you're going on a walking holiday, what they don't realise is that you know they look at the mileage between point A and point B on the map, 
and they go, right, that's 11 miles that day. Great. We'll do 11 miles that day. And that's seven miles that day. We'll do seven miles that day. Great. And that's 14. Oh, that's a bit of a toughie. That's a 14 mile that day. And obviously those miles are going up and down the slopes because you're walking on a coast, which has cliffs. Okay, yeah. that's fine. You take that into account because um, all of the books and all the information tells you about whether it's strenuous or not. And if it says strenuous, that means you've got lots of hills to climb. Okay, fine. Take that into account. But what you forget is that you also have to walk to your accommodation. You also go, oh, that's a lovely spot over there. Let's walk over there. And you go and walk over there. And then you walk back. And then you walk a little bit further. And you go, ah, let's walk down onto the beach there. And you walk down onto the beach there. And you walk back. So although actually the official distance that we've done is 277 miles from Minehead to where we've got to now, which is in Penzance. The total mileage that we've actually done with all the extra stuff is 347. Wow. So by the, ti- by the time we actually finish, we'd have probably have done, uh, you know, the official mileage is 630. We'd have probably done near 800 miles. Yeah, that's over so this- a two-week time span? No, 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 no. The record, so so basically that's 26 days of actual walking. Okay. So we did, so on this holiday, we started in 2012 and we did four or five days in 2012. We did again four or five days in uh, 2013 and then 2014. And then this year we actually did 11 days walking. Okay. So, uh, yeah, all of those, those, calculations that i gave you gave you were basically the total what we've done to uh so far okay i w- i was just confused over the the length of time oh uh, well the length of time is is basically we've done 26 days of of walking so far and we've covered 347 miles okay so st- roughly about 12 to 15 miles a day roughly roughly yes man that is that is a, a- I almost said a bad word there. That is a lot of walking. It is a lot of walking, but you get you get used to it. And you know, if you just do, I mean, we this is the first time we've done like a double header two weeks. And I must admit, the second week was a harder week than the, the first week. Not because it was like continuation of walking, right. but a lot of it was actually a lot tougher as well. There was a a lot more going on. But uh, yeah, it was great. And I, you know, I I blogged it as much as I could. Um, there's lots of links on each of the blogs and there's lots of photos on there, which I put up and that all works, but I'm still. And, and what is next. that website? That's malpastowers.com. M-A-L-P-A-S-T-O-W-E-R-S.com. There you go, malpastowers.com. I also, what I quite liked and I hope people appreciate is I put a little map at the end of each of the section of photos so you can see the section of coastline that I've done. And okay. I think uh, that's kind of, you know, being a bit of a cartographer. Well, I'm not really a cartographer, but I love maps. You know, what man doesn't? Um, these are what you're, we call... Well, you're a cartographer, but that it's still amateur status. Yeah, <laughs> completely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, go over and take a look. Uh, and basically, I've got the, f- the four years up there, 2012 through to 2015, with each of the different pictures. And that, and that so, was yeah. all done in Rapid Weaver, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's a that's a conversation now, that uh, well, that's, we need it to is have. A com- it is a long conversation that we need to have, and we need to get Alistair Jenks on board. But actually, what I found out on the back end of the week before I was going was that there are some plugins that you can get for Rapid Weaver, ah. which will allow you to do through a web 
page updates to your website. Oh, very cool. But you have to have those installed to be able to do it, and it probably changes the layout of your page. Well, I'd already got all the layout. You know, you kind of got to build your web page up or your your um, right. your website up from scratch using these. You could, they're not like quick add-ons to enable you just to then post mm, yeah. in the manner that you've you've set your your website up, which was not quite so what I was really looking for. So, anyway, yeah. It's good. Less of, less about my holiday because some people can't afford holidays, and I uh, fully appreciate <laughs> that. And uh, we are lucky enough to be able to do it. So I've been away. So what's happened, guy? There must there must be some new product that Apple have brought out while I've been away that everyone everyone wants. Uh, no, not really. Okay, so there there must be some new software. Oh uh, no, um, no. Okay, really. okay. N- new iOS devices. Oh well. On that note, uh, no. Okay, that's brilliant because that means there must have been some new Macs. Well, yo, funny you should say that, but no. So what on earth have you been talking about while I've been away? <laughs> uh, well, you know me. <laughs> actually, actually, I did hear both shows and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed them, to be honest with you, especially the one with Mr. David Hamilton, who um, I've got a bone to pick with you, David, but uh, I'll bring that up yeah, a little bit well, later. We'll, we'll get to you, Dave. We'll get to you. Oh, yes, we'll get we will. to you. Yes, we will. <laughs> well, I, I've been doing some swallow. walking. <laughs> I've been doing some walking too. Have you? Excellent. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, like maybe two, three miles in Gettysburg, <laughs> but you know, it's the same as four hundred plus, except <laughs> you know, at, on a, a magnitude of of like two thousand percent less. No, I went to, uh, I have um, my good friend, I've talked about him before, my good friend Dave in Ohio. Uh, he he loves Civil War stuff. Right. And uh, he had bought tickets for, because uh, this particular year is the 152nd anniversary of the Battle of Gettysburg, which, you know, coincidentally enough is in Gettysburg. And uh, when he... It, the the actual battle itself happened on uh, July first, second, and third in eighteen sixty two. So you may be asking yourself, well, guy, why would you be going to an anniversary celebration of that battle on uh, Friday and Saturday in early August? Well, the answer is they canceled the original celebration because of rain. So they they rescheduled it for now, and it was in some ways it was too bad because I mean they have these these reenactments of the battles, and there are a lot of people who are really really into it, and they've got uh, they they have actual Civil War style cannons and guns and uniforms and and you know they they dress up and they do all this stuff. Well, what happened when they when they canceled it because of the poor weather? And I should, you know, just to, to give a little context here, um, all of this takes place, you know, in Gettysburg in this big, huge, open field that is more or less, you know, not developed and it, it isn't naturally, you know, it's pretty much naturally kept. So when it rains really hard, it essentially turns into mud. So... With all the rain they had in early July, there was just no way that that 
you know, that they could pull yeah. these cannons and everything else, which is why they, they postponed it. Uh, the, the problem being that a lot of the people that, that do these reenactments had well, scheduled for themselves to be there early July. And when it got canceled and moved to August on Friday, which was the first day of, of this uh, event, a lot of them, you know, couldn't get off work and, and all the rest of it. So they only had about between 30 to 40 reenactors at, at the, the, the demonstration that they were giving on Friday. And there's not much that you can do. He says, okay, well, here's the Union Army of 15 people. And here's the Confederate <laughs> Army of uh, 15 people. So, you know, and they would most and they're now going to shout at each other. Yeah, from across a big open field that's almost empty. <laughs> but they did, did have the cannons. They had, like, mortar demonstrations using cannons and mortars from that time period. And uh, on Saturday they had many, many more people and lots of horses and they had cavalry demonstrations and it was, you know, a lot of fun and a lot, really exciting. I'm looking forward to, to, to hopefully doing it again. And for, for people that are interested in this kind of thing, the years to really go is like the, the five year marks. So in this case, in about three years, it'll be the 155th anniversary and there'll be a lot more people there. From people I was talking to, they said for the 150th anniversary, they had something on the magnitude of twenty to 30,000 reenactors there. So I, I can't imagine what that must have looked like. It, it must have just been nuts. But it was, I mean, we still had a good time. It was nice to spend time with, with my buddy Dave and his wife, Joyce. Um, but as far as tech goes, uh, I think the only well, real tech well, thing I did— say- yeah. Can I just say that at the same time in the UK, around the same time, not exactly in July, but around the same time, the Eaton Boating Song was first performed. So The Eaton thought, Boating Song? Yeah, yeah. I just thought you'd like to um, to know that. Well, I would put that at the, the same <laughs> caliber as, you know, of importance. 60, 60 to 70,000 people being killed in a three-day battle. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, same I thing. Like, I like to give you, you know, some, some sort perspective. Of- <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, the only kind of techie thing I did was I, I updated to the fourth public beta of uh, El Captain Kirk. Oh, right. And, uh, I, you know, something I, I, I don't know if I'm going to keep doing it. One of the things that you can do with El Capitan is you can make the menu bar disappear, kind of like how the dock disappears on the bottom. You can make the menu bar disappear, except when you bring your your you know your cursor up to it, and then it, it drops down like the like the the dock pulls up or off to the side. You can do that off. if you go. You can do that at the moment, can't you? If you go full screen. Yeah, um, I'm not a big fan of full screen apps. And I know that there are people that like it, but I typically have so many different apps going on at the same time that going to full screen would would just yeah, completely yeah. destroy the way that that I do things, and on on an iOS device with a small nine inch screen, that works fine because I'm focused on a particular task. But yeah, on the Mac, yeah, because, I'm, I'm not and, and used then, to that. And, and on the iOS device, you can just slide it across. Hmm. That is exactly right. Thank you, Steve. We appreciate that. Oh, hold on. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah, uh, so um, I guess that's about. All right. So, so, so you're going. So you're not going to do it anymore because you 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 just don't. You know, you, what do you do? You not like that at all. You you're not going to stop doing it because you you don't like that bit of it. Surely. What Gettysburg? <laughs> <laughs> El Capitan. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm so lost. We've moved on from Gettysburg, as okay. I'm hoping you have. Well, <laughs> you can always hope. You can yeah, always it hope. It does, hope and dream. Doesn't, it doesn't really do me any good. <laughs> um, I, I Well, I, I'm just not sure if I'm going to keep that particular portion of it, that functionality that, that El when, Capitan when, has. When will it be out? When will it be ready? I mean, if you've got the well, they haven't copy- said, but I'm guessing when the the next round of of Macs are released, and it, you know, I, I, they typically release the new iPhones in like September, October. I get the feeling, and you know, don't quote me on this because I'm as wrong as often as I'm well wrong that there'll be new Macs released before the new iPhones come out. Yes, gimme, 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 new iMac, gimme, 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 new yeah, iMac. I, as ma- I was talking to my wife today, as a matter of fact, because my son guy's 21st birthday is coming up. And, I, you know, we didn't do much for his 18th because there was so much other, th- you know, other stuff going on at the time. And, and he was like, I don't really need anything. I'm fine. But yeah. he's, he's, for example, he's using my 2007 MacBook Pro still. Which, you know, I'm thinking, you know what, why not for his 21st birthday, you know, he doesn't need or want a car, but I bet he could use like a new 13 or 15 inch MacBook Pro. And uh, I'm kind of thinking that may be the route I go for his birthday. Right. Cool. Cool. Well, we're going to have to do the same thing uh, for my daughter when she goes to uni. So, uh, yeah. Well, like I said, he's been using he's been using my old MacBook Pro, and I do have uh, I have. Well, if I gave her my Mac, old MacBook Pro, that wouldn't work. How come? I haven't got one. Ah, well, yeah, that that does make it more difficult to give someone an old tech device if you don't own it in the first place. <laughs> kind of like kind of like that iMac that you started out with. <laughs> yes, that wasn't really mine. <laughs> I'm going anyway. to give you this iMac, except it's not mine. Anyway, so, let's, yeah, let's, let's let's go over to my Mac articles. So let's move on. Yeah, I'll take I'll take the first one if I may. Sure. Kensington Safe Grip Case for iPad Air Two. This is a review by Lich Refko. When iPads first came out, the thought of our kids grabbing our iPads and dropping them such an expensive piece of electronics, left us in fear. Mm. However, as the iPad has evolved, their use in schools and at home has become generally accepted. Still, we are talking about an expensive piece of hardware, and no matter how well-intentioned or careful our kids try to be, accidents do happen. So go over and read up on Mr. Rich Lefko's Kensington <laughs> Safe Grip case for iPad 2 Air review. Uh, the next one, and I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that. Is that Pixav or Pixavi? Well, whichever one it is, it's a review by Yanni Dankalo. Oh, oh no, oh, I don't believe no. it. I don't believe I it. Oh, so stupid. <laughs> 
Oh, Damn that it. Is brilliant. Oh. That is brilliant. Oh, and I haven't even got the music available to me either. Die Damn phone. The phone is ringing. <laughs> Die, you stupid phone. <laughs> Son of a brilliant. gun. <laughs> That's brilliant. Anyway. <laughs> <sighs> See, this is what happens when, when you're not on the show. I get out of practice on how to actually do a podcast. Um, <laughs> this is Pix AV or maybe As far Pix as I was concerned, as far as I was concerned. It's so funny. Yeah, comedy gold. That's me. That is me. Guys, you are absolutely right. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, whatever the hell the name of this program is, this is a review <laughs> by Yanni Dankelo. Are you an artist who wants an iPhoto photos-like way of organizing your art images, but you don't want to mix your personal photos with your artwork? Maybe you are a writer. Maybe you are a writer and not a speaker like me and want to catalog screenshots and images for articles. Or perhaps you have a ton of miscellaneous images on your computer that you want to organize. If so, Pixavi Pixave, a program that costs just $9.99 in the Mac Ape Store, I'm sorry, App Store, <laughs> might be just what you're looking for. And you can read more on that program over at mymac.com. Now, if I was a Cockney, which, I, which I'm not actually, I'm from London, but I'm not actually a Cockney because you've got to be born within the sound of the bow bells officially. But that aside, I'd call it Pixav. In it. <laughs> yeah, that's Picks what it is. Picks have it. Picks have it in it, mate. Anyway, my Mac podcast 568. What are old Macs good for? Now, this was a podcast which you did, I believe, with a certain Dave Hamilton. Now, we yes. don't normally mention our own podcasts, even though they are posted on the mymac.com website. However, I wanted to, po- I wanted to mention it this week because one, uh, the one that you did with Carl and this one were two excellent podcasts. Thank you to both of those who yeah, stepped in. Yeah, believe me, they I were the ones absent. that made it. They were the ones that made it so good. But I have to pick up on Dave Hamilton just for a moment here. Fantastic guy that he is. Now that I've met him, a really, really nice guy. Yeah, uh, he did the funny language far too well. I'm really not <laughs> happy about that. And also. Uh, but I would like to pick him up on the fact now, Alison. If you're listening, I do pronounce your podcast the Nocilla uh, podcast. Okay, yeah, not Dave Nozilla. It's not Nozilla, Dave. It's Nocilla. Okay, so there's no S. Z in there. S Z Z Z Z Z. The next time I see you, I'll give you a slap, Dave. Okay, thanks very much. Well, that'll probably be at Maxdog. <laughs> probably, yeah, he is rather larger than me, so he'd probably give me a smack anyway. So yeah, he'll, he'll, well, you'll just wait until I'm standing there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll I'm basically probably. go, Dave, go ahead, get him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, next. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Photos for Mac, a take control crash course. This is a book review by Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. We do. We do say Pacelli or Pacelli by, by that person. Have you left iPhoto or Aperture yet? Get on with it, I'm trying to and move to photos. Still have some unanswered questions about the process? Or maybe you've already jumped over, but something just doesn't look right. Let former Macworld editor Jason Snell lend a helping hand in his new book, Photos for Mac. A take control... Take control... (sighs) 
crash course. And you can read that much better than I read it over there at mymac.com. Maxpiration Basics. Bring back the sidebar in photos by Yoni Denkalo. Okay, so Apple's new iPhoto replacement, the Photos app, can be a little scary for some people. No more events. It looks different. Plus, what happened to the list on the left-hand side of the screen? With all my albums, my library. Well, haha, you'll have to go over and to the website and read Donnie's Maxpiration Basic to find out how you get it back. <laughs> uh, next up, oh, do we have one for Sam? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Good. Uh, Apple's Airport Express makes many stops on a layman's journey. This is by Nam Segri. This is Nam Segri. I disapprove of this message. Well, too bad, Sam. We're going to say it anyway. Partly out of necessity and partly out of curiosity, he seems addicted to Yestertech. That's what he calls previous versions of everything, including the Airport Express router. Very nice. Thank you. He just spent a week monkeying with and Gaz, <laughs> Gaz just made it easier for me to read that because I got mixed up. Yeah, well, that was, I, I got, well, no, that's not, that's my fault actually because I should have uh, corrected No, that. no, no. Uh, okay. I'm, yep. Yeah, yeah. Change, change it now. Excellent. Now that we've already moved past it. <laughs> yeah, because we'll never re- revisit that, will we? Yeah. Okay, tech fan number 219, Punching Producers. Owen Rubin is... Uh, no, Whoa. sorry. Rowan Ubin is back <laughs> to chat with um, Mitt and Divad. Uh, topics include <laughs> Sony selling 25 million PS4s, the Top Gear crew finding a new home on Amazon, Windows 10, Android's massive security issues, original online content, Roku, Oya, Razer, and the Terra... If I was Cockney, I'd say Oya, Razer, <laughs> and the terribleness that is the Pixels movie. Go well, over it's, it's and Adam listen Sandler. to Owen, Tim, and David. It's quite a good one, actually. I've heard it already. What, the uh, the Pixels movie? <sighs> <laughs> well, it's good. I was, you know, I'm kind of surprised. Uh, Owen had been gone from that show for a long time. We were talking about that earlier. Well, he's back. Okay. Well, then I don't I look like the fool. Well, actually, no surprise there either. If you would like to write for MyMac.com, all you have to do is send uh, a particular Mr. Nemo an email, and you can send that to Nemo at MyMac.com, and he will hopefully get back to you and get you writing for the mighty, mighty MyMac.com website. (laughs) Zippy. Zippy. Yeah, that's me. Okay. What happens now? Oh, well, there's more. <laughs> uh, over on our social <laughs> side, <laughs> uh, especially Google G+. Is it Google G+, or is it just yeah, Google+. It's, pretty, Plus? it's just Google+. Plus. Okay, Troy Muller has lots of Macs for sale. If you wish, wish to putting teeth in, Troy Muller has lots of Macs for sale. If you visit our G Plus page, you can see and maybe buy one if you're local. 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 New, uh, relatively new person over on our G Plus page, Joshua Martinez 
asks, <clears throat> boy, what is her? <clears throat> oh, I'm like all congested today. Asks about Thanks lightweight, yeah, <clears throat> Bluetooth headphones. And Clive Hammett sends a link. It's what we do in G+. Yeah, lots of people picks. Uh, now send in a thanks to all. We'll get to them over the next few weeks. Moving on from the next uh, bit of social stuff. <laughs> yeah, Facebook, 150 liquors. Yeah, same, same. Okay. Um, but but I will say, actually, each week we do get likes for the show. So thanks to you yes. guys that do that. So thanks very much. You're not going to get a wooty, though. It's not worth it. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to do something really spectacular. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, not all that spectacular. No, but, no not all that. Twitter yeah. guy, come on. Okay, Dave Hamilton is get, now officially game, recognized. Man. Get with the game. Well, well, I thought I was the gibberish professional. Gibberish. gibberish. I, see, I can't. I can't. Is it gibberish or gibber? I thought it was gibberish. It's gibberish. Jibber, jibber. You know, you know. Points English and quiver. We like to mess up the way you have to pronounce letters and words. Well, yeah, but just for us Americans. <laughs> <laughs> like the French, they would be like, we don't care. We don't care how you pronounce it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, for email, we don't typically do birthday stuff, but last week was one of our frequent contributors' birthday, and we would like to tell Eric Diaz. Hoo-ha! Because it, it was his birthday. Oh, also, Chris Scott, uh, who, Cal Mickey, finally gets ah, his movie. Excellent. Because I was like months late. <laughs> months late. Months. We've got delay, haven't we? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. We'll see if we can fix that in. Uh, I was just, yeah, fix it in post. Yeah. Yeah. That works. Ah, <laughs> oh, Gaz, get us out of here. Okay, everybody, walking backwards, stand by because you don't want to fall off the edge to stand by because if you fall off the edge, you won't come back. Hello, people. My name's Peter Bird, and I'm the host of the Deep Look podcast. The idea behind the show is that we talk to our guests and we learn more about them, the subjects, the people, the things that shape their lives or the things they're interested in or the things they would possibly want to know more about. Basically, we just like to look a little deeper and see what's there and to learn. If that appeals to you or you like that idea or if even if you have a guest that you think we should try and speak to, then come on by and give us a go. We are part of the Stoplight Network. Just waiting for their chance at Angelie Jolie, the G-Men, on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome everyone back to the MyMac.com podcast. This is still, still 359. You know, we, we haven't, or 369. It's not 359. I was going to say, I don't think it's 359. Because that would be like uh, two and a half We're, months ago. Yeah, so, well, it would be more than that if it was 359. Well, this is um, 269, so that's 10 weeks. <laughs> it's let's okay, let's have a long okay, discussion fine. over how long it takes us to, to go 10 podcasts. It's 569, okay, folks? <laughs> 569. Yeah, yeah. We are, yeah, donk, I need a donkey sound. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, hang on a minute. I'll just get to that point there. There we go, because apparently my donkey isn't working, and I feel like such an ass. <laughs> I thought this was a family-friendly show. It is. Well, you can say donkey. Of course, ass might be pushing the boundaries a bit. Just get on with it. Okay, okay. Um, (laughs) This particular section uh, or this particular week, I wanted to talk about uh, fixing iTunes. Now, uh, first we have to start with the Okay, this is going to be really short. Right. Okay, it can't be fixed. Move right. Third okay. Break. <laughs> stand by to stand by. Uh, first, we have to start with the general assumption by pretty much everyone that Apple's the the Apple's iTunes app is horribly broken. It has a confusing mm. user interface, badly implemented controls. It's slow to respond, and a host of other issues. Uh, many have said that it's time to break the program into smaller, presumably more reasonable chunks. But, you know, there's kind of issues with doing that, too. So, uh, you know, what are your thoughts on, on iTunes? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you and good night. <laughs> now, what's really funny, folks, is that guy <laughs> said that he wanted to talk about fixing iTunes in this section. And I've come back on holiday and, and he's just put up to... Um, but there's issues with doing that too. And then said, well, what do you think then, Please. Gary? <laughs> so thanks a lot for dropping me right in the middle. Well, actually, I, I, I just, what I, what I really kind of meant was, you know, how do you, how do you think that the program is broken? I wasn't saying, tell us how to fix it. <laughs> oh, well, that made me laugh. I'm happy. <laughs> Or your thoughts, your thoughts on iTunes is what I kind of... All right, okay. First of all, um, I don't think it's as broken as many people think, but it is, it is getting very, very confusing when you first go into it. The, the one, there was an application, which I wish I could remember the name of it, which uh, I used to use on Windows, uh, and I'll dig it out. I'll try and dig out what the name of it was. Was that Winamp? No, 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 no. Don't, don't start. Okay, like okay, okay. And I'll have to see if I can dig to find it. And um, I've got to say that particular application was quite simple. It, it allowed me to get to all of my music, and that was great. But there was no store involved, and, you know, it was basically just for controlling your, the stuff that you got on your local drive, which was fine, and that's all I wanted it for. Um, I didn't use iTunes on Windows because it was awful. It was a complete hog when it came to the CPU. Now, when I moved over to the Mac, I thought, well, iTunes will be so much better. And to be perfectly honest with you, it was but only a little bit. Um, and it's always been a bit of a hog, but it was much simpler. And I think them taking away stuff like the sidebar, which you can put back in, uh, that's a different um, aspiration tip, which um, needs to be done. Um, but you can get all the sidebars the sidebar back with your, uh, all the, your library and your playlist, et cetera, et cetera. But it is a fairly confusing interface unless you spend some time with it. And I think that's the problem with a lot of apps that we have all got very used to 
the apps when we first get in, onto our Mac, we get a Mac and we play and play and play and play and you get used to what's in front of you. Apple go away and they think, mm, we need to improve this. We need to change this because this isn't quite working quite right. And some people are fed back. They change it. We go in and I'm as guilty as anybody. I'll go back in and go, bang, 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 bang. Oh, crap. Sorry. I actually didn't mean to hit that. No, but that's actually very good because that's what I'll say. Hit it. You know, I'll hit it. Um, (laughs) Which you kind of surreptitiously threw that in there without knowing what you were doing. Um, Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) And I think we all get used to the same interface. And I think what you've got to do, and a bit like with me in photos as well, although I am using photos and I am getting more used to it, but he's still missing things uh, like being able to allocate a location, like being able to uh, make multiple edits to different photos. But that's that's a separate. So I think you've got to play with it to find out where all the things were because they haven't taken everything away. Most of it is still there. You just have to do a little bit more digging uh, to get to what you were used to before. Now, it is a little bit clunky, although yeah, having said that, so. I think the latest version for me does seem to be a bit quicker. And as I say, if you play around with it and you go in and you change some of the preferences and you can find the sidebar and you can get to your music and you can get to your, you know, your computers, uh, it, it, it's not as bad as I think it was probably 18 months, two years ago. Um, yeah, well, it's, it's kind of hard for me to say because I, I have been so disappointed with iTunes for so long that minor improvements in performance just doesn't impress me. Right. Um, to me, I can deal with it being a slow program and I can deal with, uh, a lot of the things that that people complain about with iTunes, it won't bother me that much. But where I kind of draw the line is the user interface. And part of the problem with iTunes, and and it's kind of you know other than and other than one other program, um, iTunes is unique amongst the programs that Apple has created because it's I believe and people are welcome to correct me if I'm wrong. Essentially, it's iTunes and Safari, I believe, are the only two cross-platform programs that Apple currently supports. So, well, maybe, what, Messages for iPhone? Is that on Windows also? Um, I don't know where the Messages is on. You, you carry on, I'll try and find Okay, okay. So these are, you know, iTunes and Safari, uh, but we'll, we'll just talk about iTunes. Um, because that's also on Windows, they can't do something that a lot of people are calling them for the, for them to do, which is break the program up into smaller chunks. You know, have uh, one program for syncing iOS devices, a separate program for buying content, and then a third program for viewing content. Because frankly, it's hard enough to make a program that is going to work consistently across not just the Mac, but the, 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 the myriad of, of other kinds of 
created versions of Windows that can be on on so many different types of machines. And I, I really think that a lot of the problems that Apple is having with iTunes is related to the fact that they have to maintain a Windows version of it as well. Okay, so what's your point? And by the way, iMessage isn't available on Windows, or, or Messages isn't. It's not. Okay, okay. So it's we're not. we're so, basically so, talking about so, Safari and iTunes. All right. So are you, are you saying because they're having to um, look after both platforms that that's what's giving the the heartache when it comes to the creation of the interface on the I, Mac? Yeah, I, I do. I do because if you look at the the interface for iTunes on Windows, it is not dissimilar from the same interface that you see. On the Mac, and this is something that Microsoft as well has struggled with with Office, and they've actually done a really, really good job with Office 2016 yeah. on the Mac. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's a beautiful program, and as much as I despised the 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 ribbon interface on older versions of of Office for Windows, it's actually quite nice. On because uh, we're still on the older version of Office at work, but if the the Windows version of Office looks anything like the window like the the Mac version of Office uh, on Windows for the new version, then I'll be I'll be quite pleased with that. And kudos to Microsoft for working as hard as they did to clean up a lot of the the user interface issues that they've had with office over the years. And this is something that I think Apple could take a page from Microsoft in that, you know, sometimes it it seems to me that the, the best way to solve a a, a problem that you're having with a program is kind of starting over. And I think iTunes is a program that, like with iPhoto and and like with a lot of the other programs that Apple has completely revamped over the years. Ooh, sorry, excuse me. Oh. I know. Are you God. kidding me? I was I was so serious. I was I had I had such a great flow going there, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, I'm going to burp now. Is that okay with you? All Not right, really. Not really, but we'll we'll deal with that. Um, I, I think iTunes iTunes is in in need of a complete rewrite. And that rewrite should include a consistent interface across both the Mac and Windows version. And it needs to look, in my opinion, completely different from the way they have it now with the small little icons in the upper left corner for you to to go to the different types of content and all the rest of that. I, I think that that's been... Yeah, but you see, equally, Guy, can I, can I just pull you up there? Sure. Because if they were big icons up in the top left-hand corner, I'd be complaining about the real estate that they're taking up, which they don't oh, I, need to. I didn't say big icons. Uh, something that I think that they could take a page from is uh, both what they're doing in the Finder, what the Chrome browser does and and what uh, Safari does on the Mac with tabs. So you've got tabs across the top, and your tabs across the top are going to be your your main functions within iTunes. So you've got a tab for syncing iOS devices. You have a tab for the iTunes store, and you have a tab for, for various other – like if you click on the uh, the iTunes store – icon, then a separate series of tabs 
comes underneath that and small, not huge, but you know, enough with, with enough words, actual words on them so that you know what it is that you're getting into a tab for movies, a tab for TV content, a tab for apps, tab for, um, audio books. And, you know, I mean, all the various things that you can buy from the iTunes store and sync to a Mac or an iOS device. Do you really not think that it's clear enough as it is now when you click on each of those icons? No, because they actually leave off quite a bit of it where you have to go to like a different tab to to rearrange the ones that, that you use on a regular basis. They they don't show all of the potential, like those those little icons I was talking about earlier. Not all of them are right there. There's, you know, it, like if, if you use podcasts, for example, but you don't have audio books, well, what I'm, I believe podcast, let me switch that around. You, you don't use podcasts, but you do use audio books. Podcasts right. are native in those small icons that they have in the upper left corner. Audio books are not. So if you want to have audio books up there in that little, that little bit of real estate, you have to go into that other section and select it. And if you have to leave the main yeah, part then, of the program but, to change the way the UI works, I think that's that's a fail. Well, you don't, though. You do. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it at the moment, and here's a tip that's not a tip. Um, I Basically, I've got on my iTunes, um, I've got music, mm-hmm. films, TV programs, podcasts, and apps. If you click on the three dots, which is yes. sometimes known as the ellipses, it's yes. got a little button at the bottom which says edit. Mm-hmm. If you click on edit, you can then click on any one of those icons or multiples of those icons, and it added, adds those icons to your bar. Yes, So it you does. can then easily get to the particular area that you want to, and you can take off the areas that you don't want to get to. Right. Which I... Which I, I that's, no, I agree. However, I, not everybody is going to understand that those those that the ellipse that's there on the right hand side of of that small bit of real estate that I was talking that goes, about. That goes back to what I said before is the more that you play with it and you find these things out, the the better it becomes. Because Apple are let's be honest here, Apple are very good at hiding stuff away, it seems, you know. We we go back. You know, I, the amount of times that we come up with a tip, and you go, "I did not know that." And we, everybody says it at times. You tell someone sure. about a little trick, and the the Mac is absolutely fantastic at suddenly. Well, what, I wish I knew that ages ago. And that's their downfall. Sometimes you wish that you know there was some way of of, of finding that out at the start, and that's that's the bad side. The good side is that it very often is there. You just have to play with it, which is definitely the downside because I agree with you. If you're a new user, how do you know to do that? You don't. And when you consider how important iTunes is to Apple and not Mm -hmm. just because it's, it's a music playing, it's a music playing program, but it is the linchpin for really 75% of their business when you include iPads, iPods, and iPhones. That program is how everybody interacts with those devices because Apple has has come out and said, well, if you want to use our hardware, you have to use this program in order to 
you know, uh, yeah, do yeah, something, interact, interact, yeah, yeah. interact, interact with with these other products. Yeah. And when and when you consider that, then iTunes has to be accessible and has to be easy to use for everyone, and not to have functionality that's hidden away, not to have you know certain parts of what people use those devices for in some other part that you have to go and look for. You shouldn't have to spend a lot of time learning how to use iTunes in order to use Apple's other devices. And this is why, in my opinion, iTunes does need a complete rewrite and that they need to work on the user interface in such a way that all of the functionality that you can possibly do from within iTunes needs to be laid out in such a way that anyone can figure it out and and not have to spend a lot of time learning how to use software to use Apple's hardware. Uh, e, e, yeah, uh, and I'll go back to what I said before. I think Apple have actually been very good at that sort of thing in the past in so much as good being bad because they do hide stuff away. And I think that's, that's, that's what I've found since I've moved across. But to a certain degree, it's actually really rewarding when you do find it, because it means that you're using yes. the software. Um, so uh, we'd be out of a job if they made it too easy, Guy. <laughs> well, we, so we, we, we sit here in this section and go, sorry. yeah, iTunes sorry. is great. Yeah, sorry, did I say out of a job? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was silly, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, just like, just like we're getting paid for I, this. I, I, I do understand what you're saying, but actually, recent, and I've been a, I've been also a complainer about iTunes, but actually, recently, I've been using it more and more and getting into it and just clicking around and finding stuff, and and I think we might be finding a few tips coming up in not not this week. Uh, actually, it's almost an anti-iTunes tip this week, um, <laughs> but. We, we may find some tips coming up in the future because I, I agree with you. It, they should certainly make it easy because it's, it's their shop front. It's one of their shop fronts, and it's the shop front that appears not only on the map but appears on Windows as well. So, yep. yeah, yeah I, I, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence a little bit about it because I've always complained about iTunes, but its speed has improved and... I have started to find my way around and thinking, actually, I quite like this now. So I really, I really kind of got to slightly disagree, which I didn't think I'd find myself saying, Guy. <laughs> well, in my opinion, and, and we'll, we'll get off this in just a minute because we, we, the, the first section did run a little long. Um, iTunes does need a complete rewrite. I would like to see the user interface simplified in such a way that, you know, you don't need to go and buy a, you know, take control of iTunes book to, <laughs> to use iTunes. Um, now, you know, you talked about photos, <clears throat> boy, my throat is just like all messed up today. You talked about photos. That's different. That's manipulating your own content. The same thing with uh, GarageBand and final cut and, and so many of the other programs that people are using their Macs for. But iTunes is more of a passive program because it's used to interact with other devices. So, you know, how about Apple? You spend more time making this 
this program that we have to use for all of this other hardware that you want us to buy as easy as it can possibly be. And, you know, don't worry as much about the performance of it as making it so that people don't have to, to go to an outside source to figure out how to use the program. Okay. And can, and can I say, I don't think it needs a complete rewrite, but what it probably does need is a little bit more instant help when you go in. And they need Siri instantly on, so when you're screaming at iTunes in front of your computer saying, where the hell is my X gone, or how can I, it goes, I'm here to help. All you have to do is press the menu bar, click on the count, yeah, except I I can see Siri coming on saying, I can fix the hell that. All you need to do <laughs> is the hell this. Is the hell this and the hell that. Does that answer your question, Mr. <laughs> hell? Anyway. Yeah, take us take, out, Gaz. Take us out. Oh, oh, you want, want me to say, again, I'll take, I'll take us out, but it's twice in a row. Oh, okay, true. everybody, it's, it's not Gaz. It's his very posh uncle here. <laughs> and he's asked me to read this piece of paper. On all this piece of paper, it says, stand by to stand by and we'll be right back. What the hell does that mean? I just don't know. Hey, guy. There's a new podcast out. Great. What's it about? Let's Talk Apple. Well, yeah, we will. We will. But uh, what's the podcast called? Let's Talk Apple. Okay, if you want to. Uh, Rainier, Silken, Gold Rush, Pippin. What are you on about? I'm talking Apple. Huh? That's what you wanted, wasn't it? Us talking about apples? Well, there we go again. Tangentially, as usual, moving off topic. Did you know Bart Bouchotts has a new podcast out? Yep. Let's Talk Apple. Oh, jeez. Riding the short bus to mediocrity. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the third and final section of this week's MyMac podcast, 569. And I think after that epic, epic piece about iTunes that Guy has gone away, shot himself, and his brother is now on the line. Yeah, my name is Yug. <laughs> Yug Elris. Yeah, right, Yug. Now, what yeah. I need to ask you, Yug, is sure. um, do, do, do you know? Do, do you know? Do you know what happens when I nod my head? Oh, don't you start? Or no, not not you, and not me. Who the is Yug? The problem is, you actually sound like someone I know. <laughs> oh, really? That's yeah. kind of scary. It is. Yeah. I just can't tell. I just can't tell you who because they might be offended. Ah, well, you know what that makes me do. Yes. Nods my head. Hit it. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. It's time for Gaz's tips. You know, we need to do an entire show like this at some point. <laughs> Yeah, I'll do my high pitch one as well. Anyway, if are you not using Apple Music on your iOS device? I do. You do? Oh, well, if you're not using it and you don't want to see some of the options that you get in the Apple Music app, then go to settings on your iOS device. 
go to music and then there is a toggle switch for show apple music uh click that option switch to so it goes off of course so it's not green go back to the app on your ios device and see if the changes make you happy they may not of course well does does that also affect uh like <laughs> i i See, I, I can't actually hear it because I don't have my headphones on, but I imagine it sounds pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> does that also affect, like, the, the little buttons on the bottom of your phone? Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. That's, that's, the, that's what you need to have a look at to see, to see if you like the changes. <laughs> anyway, I'm nodding my head. I can't keep this up. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's tips. Is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. Right, I, I now have no idea whether who I'm going to be speaking to in this next section and uh, through. Uh, uh, I'm going to go find Guy because I'm giving myself a, an ice cream headache here. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh thank, thank God. <laughs> thank the Lord. I can't thank wait Lord. to hear that back. I, Nor can I. Yeah, my bro- <laughs> my my odd brother Yug. Yeah, yeah, Yug. You know what you know, what people don't know, and and please, you know, don't make fun of him, but he's only like three foot six inches tall. <laughs> <laughs> I would never make fun of somebody smaller than you guy. Oh, oh. Oh, you know, that's a funny line. I like that line. <laughs> Three foot six inches tall. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of odd audio, uh, I haven't, my app pick this week uh, deals with odd audio. Um, and it's called <laughs> Audio Converter Pro. Yeah, this, this is my, or this is Guy's big brother. I mean, really big brother. Is I'm he, 10 feet, named, 6 inches tall. His name's Hagrid. Hagrid. It's right. Hello, Harry. <laughs> it's Audio Converter Pro. It's six ninety nine dollars on the Mac App Store. It's an awesome audio converter. Awesome. It's awesome. From one format to the other. Many options, and the program will put them where you tell it to. Including your iTunes. Why am I laughing? Your iTunes music library. And I'm going to well, go probably, I know why you're laughing. Is because you've just heard Guy go on about how he hates iTunes. So, you know, this is going to put it into your iTunes music library. But by the sound of it, Guy's never going to be able to find it again. Well, actually, I love iTunes. Good. That makes two of us. <laughs> Guy's really Big brother, Hagrid. Yeah, we know. Yes, yeah, you've told us. You're uh, repeating I, yourself now. And, and I have the exact opposite of an ice cream headache, so I'm going to go away. <laughs> go and get, go and get guy back. Okay, yeah, so my pick, okay. My, my pick this week is I'm trying out a raw image manipulator, uh, and it's over at rawtherappy.com. That's uh, R-A-W-T-H-E-R-A-P-E-E. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could make so many jokes here, but we would be in so, or I would I, be in so much trouble. 
You would. Okay, I so would. this is a this is a, a, an image um, manipulator for your raw images. Now it is free. It's not from a recognized Apple source, but they also do Windows versions. They do oh, older nice. Mac OS versions as well. Now it's a bit confusing when you first start go into it as an interface, but it is quite uh, quite a hefty tool. I'm not really thinking I'm going to be using it a lot because actually I moved away from the likes of Aperture and Lightroom because they've got so much manipulation which I can do. But I suppose it's given me a taste of what, the, you know, certainly Lightroom could do because I wouldn't be going to Aperture. Um, over no, above, no, you will uh, not be going to Aperture. No, no, over and above what photos can do. So it's given me that little bit of taste before I, I delve in and, and make decisions as to whether I go to Lightroom or something which can, um, you know, uh, manipulate my photos that much more. But the thing is, I'm, I'm really waiting for Apple to move um, photos and have, you know, the, the ability to be able to do lots more editing out of uh, photos in another app and then put it back straight into photos like you used to be able to do right. with iPhoto. Photoshop and Pixelmator and all the rest of, you know, whatever your yes. image editing program of choice was. Yeah, but the uh, this one is uh, Raw the Rappi. Draw the rapi, rapi, and it's free. So there you go. It's just um, just from a non-official uh, app developer from Apple. So uh, you know well, you might you, want. Did to... you have to go and and like yes, yeah, so, so right click so, it and all the rest of that? Well, well, but yeah, yes, yes, because you can right click on it and open it, and on then you have to put in your administrative password if you're not running as admin, which I highly suggest you do, which is what I do. But I know that I think you guy you run as admin, don't you? Yes, I do. But even with apps, I know, I know. Uh, even with apps, you know, if they're not signed by, well, if, if well, they don't well, have well, a, no, no, let me say on, that, if on, they don't have a certificate. On. No, 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 no. That's if you haven't gone into security and privacy and clicked the allow apps downloaded from anywhere option. If you've got it on Mac Store only or Mac App Store and identified developers, then you're going to have to do that. But if you've got it already logged on as uh, allow apps downloaded from anywhere to run, then uh, obviously you're not going to see that option. Well, I think I still use the... um... (laughs) <laughs> I think I still use. I, I don't even know. I was trying to be funny, and it's not working. <laughs> so I'll go back. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I believe we. I believe we have a people's pick. We do. We do have a people's pick. This is from Alistair Jackson. Thank you so very much, Alistair. Uh, if uh, you know, Alistair, if you want a Woody, uh, do I give? Have I given Woodies for people's picks before? Um, I don't know. Actually, I Neither think you might. Well, remember. Alistair, if no, you'd I don't like think a, you have. All right, I don't if, think you have because you're lazy. <clears throat> well, yeah, there is that. Uh, if you would like a, a, a Woody Alistair, let me know. I think you've already got one or two. Uh, but anyway, his people's tip is uh, having gotten his Apple Watch, he's been turning, he's been reviewing his notifications, not only on his watch, but also on his phone. Uh, he decided to turn off all email notifications except for those from people in his VIP list. Now his mail icon generally has no number badge on it, less stress, unless I have email waiting from family who are the only ones in his VIP group. And that's rare because I get an alert when they arrive, so, they, so they're usually checked out straight away. But that's not the tip. The tip is if there's a particular email that you're waiting on uh, to do a reply to 
or that you really want to know about right away, you can still have a notification for it even on your watch. With the email open on the phone, tap the flag icon at the bottom left, and one of the options is notify me. Tap that and then tap the confirmation. A little bell icon will appear in the header. Now when someone replies to that email, you get a notification. I'm finding this very handy, or sorry, he's finding this very handy. I was doing so well up to that point. You were. I know. For the handful of time-sensitive issues he's dealing with where he wouldn't want to add the sender to his VIP list for always-on priorities. That is a really good tip. Excellent. Thank you very much, Alistair. As usual, you really should do a podcast. Yeah, I think he, he should. Does, actually. Yeah. I think he does. Anyway, um, <clears throat> yes, Giggles and Geeks 2. Hmm. This is actually an iTunes review. It is. Fan Dabby Dozy. So apparently it's from uh, five stars from Troy Muller from the UK on the 28th of July, 2015. That's this year. Incredible. <laughs> Okay, so what he says. It's been a little more than three years since my first review of this podcast. So, I hear you ask, how are they doing? (laughs) Well, I'm still listening. I can say without hesitation that Guy and Gaz are consistent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, consistent in ooh so many ways. Unfortunately, I think they must also broadcast some sort of ear virus, which makes me continue to listen. (laughs) You just can't help yourself. (laughs) However, I do love the easy interaction with the G-Men via Google Plus and the many calls they get on the (laughs) Skype number. Carry on. Love and hugs from Troisky. Thank you so very much. That's just wonderful. We've got some listens. That's so nice. It's making me cry. Yeah, except for the part where he was talking about the Skype number. Anyway, a, a never-ending source of of anxiety and, and for you, for me, yeah, yeah. I got yeah, well, yeah. If, I, 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 you know, I sometimes I think you just play along with my various idiosyncrasies. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and that just came to me just now. <laughs> <laughs> How long have we been doing this? Oh God, so so very long. Anyway, yeah. Uh, well, Gaz, how can people get a hold of you? If they, if, well, if if you go and do what Troy has done, thank you very much, Troy. Yep. Send either myself or Guy an email uh, so you can get a woo Now you can contact myself, Gaz, at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z. Z. <laughs> or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz, G-A-Z. Z. M-A-Z. Z. <laughs> I knew he was going to do it myself. <laughs> you can contact both of us uh, on Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G U Y A N D G A Z. A, no, a D. No, it's a Y. D. You can, you can also contact us wow. uh, via email to feedback at mymac.com. That's feedback at mymac.com. Uh, Guy, if yeah. people wish to contact you for some unearthly reason, <laughs> how could they do it? Well, so far they've managed to avoid it. But if they wanted to contact me, they can reach me via the the wonderful email address that I have, which is guy g u y at mymac dot com. And uh, like Gaz and like our combined account, which makes no sense, 
I am on the Twitters as well. And do you know what my my Twitter name is there, Mr. G-A-Z? Yes, I do. You do? Oh, excellent. Do. Well, then then you know that it's uh, Mac Parrot. I do. <laughs> and as uh, tr- funnily enough, funnily enough, I yeah. come from a land of parrots. Is that down under? Pirates. Oh. I've come, you know, all around Cornwall, pirates. That's where you get all the pirates. Yeah. And what do pirates have on their shoulder? Uh, lots of parrot poop. <laughs> well, yeah. Because, right. you know, if they got parrots. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> uh, well, as, as Troy Mueller was um, horribly, horribly lying about, uh, we have a Skype number. Now, uh, the, the lie part was not the Skype number. We, we do have a Skype number. The lie part was that we constantly get calls on it because we just do not. However, for those who haven't listened to the show for the last six years, plus, actually six plus years, um, and don't understand the fact that we, we don't get calls, even though we, we talk about this telephone number every week. Yeah. Uh, you can contact us via our Skype number, which depending on what country you live in is either going to be a one or a plus one for the country code. The area code is seven zero three and the actual number is four, three, six, nine, five, zero one. So once again, give me that again. One or plus one, seven, zero, three, four, three, six, nine, five, zero, one. Call the number or else. Yes. Well, well, or else what? Or, or else I'll say this again next week. (laughs) That's really, I mean, that, that's really the only avenue of, of, you know, threats that I can, I can do on this show. It just uh, works. Yeah, yeah. Well, except our Skype number, which apparently doesn't work. Uh, thanks to all of you for downloading the My Mac podcast. It is greatly appreciated. And the fact that you are still listening to us after all this time is a never-ending source of both joy and confusion. Complete confusion. I, complete confusion from both Gaz and myself. Because Gaz, I think that we're good enough oh wait hold on la 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 i guess has no idea what i'm about to do <laughs> no 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 I, idea at all. I think we're good enough smart enough and doggone it people like us isn't it great and <laughs> similan podcast tarkastion jonkin Aikya Jassion Tervelatululuta. Don't laugh. I'm sorry. Nid Jos Van Juku Kitsuisi Sit Tepara Skype Ma La El Ma Me Olisi Surrealist Le Dillian. Open bracket. <laughs> His translation is finished. Yes, finished. We are the knights who say mean. 
<laughs> Apparently, that's said. Our first podcast review in a while, and it's greatly appreciated. Now, if only someone would call that stupid Skype number, our <laughs> lives would be so sadly complete. <sighs> End. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs the Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. Whoops. Ah! We No, it's Wahidus. I love doing Google Docs. Yeah, that whole quip thing was nice, but it just wasn't. No, no. Yeah, this is this is and this isn't Google Docs. Oh, well, same okay. (coughs) Different company. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <clears throat> I'll do the intro. Sorry, I'll do the title. You do the intro. Okay. Yeah? That yeah, work? that'll work. Boom. Wait, wait, what was that one? Boom. Is that Steve? Yeah. Devilishly yuck. <laughs> so, yuck, zippy. You need to work on combining all those. I know I do. I really do. Along I with really the my Mac podcast. My Mac podcast. <laughs> yeah, I need to do that, yeah. Okay, right. All right. Um, why don't you bring us so, into this one? So do I fa- sound funny now or not? No. Oh. Well, I mean, no more than you know, usual. Okay, how about, how about now? Oh, yeah, okay. Now, yeah, that's working now. Is that is that all right now? Yeah, that's is that's that- the high pitch one, and with oh, a- I can't hear it. You see, I know, well, no, no. Actually, um, if you uh, pick uh, if you pick headphones, yes, and put that oh, after right, AU right. pitch. Right. Let me find headphones. <laughs> that sounds so funny with the because I've heard it with me doing it. And it makes me laugh. Hello, that's really funny. (laughs) It is. But hearing you do it with an English accent is hysterical. What do you mean an English accent? Oh, so would that be terrible? See, now you've you've got you've got a little bit of delay going, don't you? Yes, yes, I I do. And I can hear the delay coming through. Yeah, I I was talking to Dave Dave Hamilton about this. (laughs) Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, wait. Hold on. We'll sing this together. Wait a second. Hold on. Hello. Black sheep. Black sheep. Black Black sheep. Have you you any any wool? Yes. Yes. Three bad for the little, little chappy who lives down the lane. That's not oh, right. the hell with that guy. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> oh, see, now, now I'm hearing both voices. 
you have, you have to you have to turn pitch off. <laughs> oh wait, I was still on monster voice. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. That's oh ah ah oh, no. What's what? <sighs> I don't want that. What I want is that. That's better. No. That's it. Got it. <sighs> Sorry about that. What are you trying to do? Well, because I've got my application, which is soundboard, going through to my output device, which yeah. is the headphones, so right. I can hear it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've got my input device, which is my <laughs> podcaster, going straight to the output device, which is Soundflower, because I don't want to hear myself. Right. Now, when I added the AU pitch in and then moved um, the boxes around, I then couldn't get the output device in such a position that it wasn't then putting the input device, which is a Rode Podcaster, through the output device, which is the headphones, into the output device, which is Soundflower. And I was hearing myself, so I was just going, oh, I've got it adjusted correctly now. I understand completely. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to start this next section just like this. Okay. Or actually, why don't you bring us in? Okay. All right. Ooh, wow, you didn't even need a you bitch to do that one. <laughs> oh man, good show. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I'm with- <laughs> oh, all right. Have a little play. Okay. How's my pitch now? Oh, it just went low. It, it just went so low. <laughs> you, say, you say my pitch is low. All right, well, I'll, you stay low, I'll go high. Okay. How's that? How low? How low? <laughs> but the, the weird thing is, and I do the same thing when I've got it set to monster voice, for whatever reason, even though I can't hear it, I will start to pitch my voice even lower. And, and the funny thing is that, that when you go low, you start talking slow. I, you start talking fast. Isn't that really funny? That is so bizarre. And, and so true. <laughs> yes. What's, what's, look, it's bizarre. It's... It's, I call it the Shrek effect. The Shrek oh. effect. Yeah, actually, I just made that up. I, I actually don't call it that. The Shrek but I, effect. But I will from now on. Yes, I call it the Shrek effect. The Shrek effect. Oh, no, I'm, I'm high-pitched now. The Shrek effect. Effect. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you, you can take that down so far that you can't even understand what the other person is saying. So what, what I'm trying to find now is what effect this has, which is very little, apparently. Okay, this one. Let's try this one. Okay. Mm, smooth. Not smooth. Smooth, smooth. No, smooth. Tightness. I like a bit of tightness. Let's try that. It's not making any difference at all. <laughs> Who doesn't like a little tightness? <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, so let me turn that off completely now. So I should now be coming through normal? Yeah. Now, you, you, you can set presets because I've got presets, for, and you can call them whatever you want. So this one's monster. Hello. I'm, oh, so, oh, I see. You saved something as a preset. Yeah, yeah right, got it. Right, right, right. So you can just jump right to it and not have to, you know, screw around with it. Yeah, I quite like that. So. Wait, it works well. Oh. It sounds like you're playing the organ. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing with my organ. <laughs> okay, let's take that off. Is it, is it tight? Delete this block. No, I just deleted it. <laughs> you always want something tight around your organ. <laughs> <laughs> That's... You really shouldn't have said that. Oh, I know, I know. You're going to have to do... So, oh, now see, they're both they're both coming through now. I'm hearing both the regular voice and the squeaky voice. <laughs> squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. Squeaky, squeaky. Okay, it's so, oh bugger. Um, that's uh, that's it. Right. Okay, so should should be normal now. Yes. Okay, so if I t- if I get rid of that completely, delete that block. Right. So that's now going. Ah, no, that's. Not uh, the, the way, the, uh, hold on, let me go back to my regular voice. I think this will be weird to understand. The way I've got mine set up, because, yeah, you know, go I, I've got I've got the three different things. I've got one for Skype, one for the, my microphone, and one for soundboard. Well, for AU pitch uh, f- through my, f- or for my microphone, basically my imp- I have my input device. The very next thing I have is AU pitch. And then I've got all the rest of the stuff that I want after that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I actually, you see, the, the reason I go through um, soundboard separately through my headphones is one, so I can hear it because I don't want to, you know, right. I don't want to hear myself. And then I send the output from the headphones to Soundflower in Audio Hijack. And the input device, which is the Rode Podcaster, is obviously where I have to put the AU pitch. Uh, but that doesn't that goes straight to Soundflower, so I don't have to listen to myself through headphones. And the um, but if I put AU pitch in, I then can't hear my voice I and mean, the the distortions that I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm going to send you a pic of how I've got mine set up. Okay, so Let me, where do I get to? Oh, here we go. Okay, how's that's is that making any difference? It's not making any difference, though, is it? Oh, God, he sent me an image. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I have oh, mine set up. Hang on a minute. I just... All right, now, so if I just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is sounds so... Because I'm still hearing both of them, both your regular voice and your pitchy voice. Uh, what is the? It was like a song in The Wizard of Oz. Oh, if I only had a brain. Hold on. If I only had a brain. Okay, so I can see this picture. Okay. Uh-huh. 
I can see this picture. But, um... But remember, I'm also doing it so that I have three different tracks in the soundboard. Oh, yes, yes, of course. That makes me sound like a right dippy. Ah, crap, hold on, it's playing an ad. God, shut up. Auto ads piss me off. They piss me off, too. So it's just the... Is Pitch the only one that's any good? But see, now I'm hearing hearing both voices. How are you hearing both voices? I don't know. I'm hearing your regular voice and I'm hearing... and I'm hearing you. Oh, right. Let let me... Right, so you now... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Right, are you hearing regular voice and the normal voice? I'm hearing regular voice and a deep voice. That's weird because I'm, I'm just going to AU pitch. Are you listening back to it on headphones? No. Oh, that's no, I've just taken that out. I just take. That's what I just did. I just took that out. So send, send me a, send me a uh, take a screenshot of, no. of just. <laughs> oh, okay. Then, I'll, then, I, then I'm going to sing to you. I could while away the hours conferring with the flowers, consulting the with the rain. And my head, I'll be scratching while my thoughts were busy hatching if I only had a brain. Um, basically, I'm identical to what you have, except the only difference is I don't have the VU meters on. Okay. Okay. And the the section from the output device in the middle that goes from headphones. So you go from your application of Skype VU meters output device to Soundflower. Okay, well remember I've got two different versions of Soundflower running here. I've got two channels, yeah, which is just well, after you see, AU pitch. You see the the only difference I've got is on the bottom one I go from Soundflower to sorry, from Soundboard to Sound to Soundflower. Two channel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really weird. Yeah, I'm turning it off. You can only hear my normal voice now. Yes. Right. I'll have to work that out. I'm not going to worry about it too much now, anyway. Okay. Should I keep singing? No. I have to now. <laughs> oh. I'd unravel every riddle for any individual in trouble or in pain. <laughs> With the thoughts I'd be thinking I could be another Lincoln if I only had a brain. Oh, I could tell you why the ocean's near the shore. I could think of things I'd never thought before. Then I'd sit and think some more. <laughs> I would not be just a nothing, my head all full of stuffing. My heart all full of pain. I would dance and be merry. Life would be a dingleberry. No, that's not dingleberry. Dingleberry. No, it can't be saying that. No, dingleberry. It says dingleberry. Life would be a dingleberry. Dingleberry. All right. Oh, damn, damn, damn. I'm getting more. Stop with the ads. <laughs> It won't stop. The damn ad won't stop. 
<laughs> and it's that stupid woo-woo one. An ethnically ambiguous woo-woo mascot. <laughs> Alright, I just I just killed that page because I can't stand it anymore. Well, how is my singing? <laughs> <laughs> This is like comedy gold for the after show. <laughs> it's not. It really isn't. <laughs> it's like two big kids that are going to get told off in a minute. 